Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem mm. with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob. Now, I think there's a trait in all successful people in virtually all walks of life, especially in business, that is really overlooked and never talked about, probably because it's not very sexy, but it's real. Uh, And when you're an entrepreneur, you want excitement, you want newness, you want to do what you want, you want freedom, you want vision, you want to change the world. And you don't want to do any of the boring, mundane tasks. Yet, successful people, they do the boring and the mundane very well. Uh, So thanks for tuning in. I'm doing an audio and a live feed video podcast for all of you that are messaging me saying, hey, yes, I messed up the first version. Um, Hey, look, you know, start now, get perfect later. So let's, I'm going to give you an analogy. Let's say you want to be in property. And let's say five properties a year would be a really good result. So what that means is five days a year, you get to celebrate. You complete on a property. Woohoo! You know, the day before you're messing around with solicitors, the day after you're trying to get tenants in, you've got to do inventory checks, you've got to sort out boilers, you've got to price up refurbs. So the reality is 360 out of 365 days, You do the relatively mundane, boring, normal stuff. And this is why many entrepreneurs get a good start and get all excited and they're going to change the world. And then two, three and five years time, they're not doing it anymore because they they have this need that everything should be exciting and they can only do the things they love that makes them feel good and alive. But, you know, everybody who wants to be successful has to do the mundane and the boring over and over and over again. Now, I'm going to give you some ways that you can leverage that out. Um, but I think we've got some important points to go over. So the star is nearly always exciting. Uh, you know, it is, isn't it? Because, you know, you, you've got this vision. You're going to change the world. You're going to make loads of money. But at the start, you've got no clue. You're completely naive of the difficulties, the challenges, the mundane, the boring, the things that have to happen over and over and over and over, the admin, the daily, the weekly, the monthly tasks. And so once that newness and exciting has gone and you're left stuck with all the boring stuff that you'd felt above, then that's when you are at risk of failing, breaking, changing, or, you know, creating chaos in the order that you created. So... Plenty of days will not go your way, or at least you'll perceive that they won't. That example of wanting to buy five properties every year, which would be a great result. You know, only one day in the month does all the rents come in. So one day of a month, you get the five rents come in. Woo, that's great. The other 29 days a month, all the bills are going out. So you've got to get used to dealing with normal ordinary and you know we all want excitement and um, but you know often that need for excitement gets us jumping on the new train 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 and we have to master the mundane now you probably have an unrealistic unrealistic expectation of how exciting your niche is because you know we, 
us in niches that other people desire to be in, you know, when they look at us and go, oh, property's so amazing, or, you know, being, in, being your own boss is so amazing, they only see the upsides and they see none of the downsides. Now, people have been in it 30 years. They only see the downsides and none of the upsides. So I don't know if you ever fell in love or saw someone and thought, oh, they're amazing, they're beautiful, I would lie, I'm so in love with them. That's because you saw all of their great upsides. You saw their beauty, you saw, you know, you, you were filtering and then you married them and then 10 years later, oh, I hate this person, what did I ever see in them? I can only see their downsides, I want to divorce you, piss off out of my life. So, you know, like, but, but it's the same person. You saw all the upsides or all the downsides in either one of those extreme examples. And business, you know, when it's new, you see all the upsides. It looks better than the thing that you're doing that you see all the downsides. When in fact, there are no all upsides and all downsides of any business, of any income stream. There are just different upsides and downsides. And everything has the boring parts and a few little exciting parts. And if you get five awesome days a year where everything goes your way, you're doing well. Now, that's not me being a, putting a down on it, saying you're going to have 360 really boring rubbish days out of 365. All I'm saying is, if you've got an expectation that every day is exciting, then I think you're setting yourself up for a fail. If you've got the expectation you're going to have a few really big winning days and the rest are going to be normal days, then you can set your mindset into, into reframing them in your mind to be positive and so that you keep yourself going. So, you know, you need to get good at the mundane, good at the boring, good at the consistent, good at what isn't exciting, which is most of it. If you, you can also leverage out the mundane, leverage out the boring, you know, with systems, with staff, with processes, with outsourcers, with autoresponders, with, you know, things you can use online, apps and software, um, which mean that you can move away from the consistent yet mundane stuff. Now, anyone will tell you anything in success, whether it's a sport or a business or whatever, doing the same thing over and over, but very well, even it's so much you do it over and over that it's boring, is actually what makes you great. I think it was um, Bruce Lee that said, he's not scared of someone that has done 10,000 kicks once. He's scared of someone who's done one kick 10,000 times. So the most simple kicks over and over, my martial arts instructors always used to drum into me, the front kick, the side kick, you know, the two main kicks. You know, of course, we want to do the jumping, spinning, back kicks and everything else. No, just front kick, you know, like if you do kickboxing, front kick, kick them away, front kick, kick them away. Just cr and you build the power, 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 so that your front kick can, you know, win someone or bring someone down. You've got to go through the basic techniques over and over and over and over. And of course, we don't want to do that. Um, because we want the excitement, because we're entrepreneurs, woohoo! So, I've got a few more notes here that I think it's worth going through. Uh, if you want excitement, get laid. If you want excitement, join a metal band. If you want excitement, do a skydive. Get your excitement and your craziness somewhere else. Don't get it in your business, always trying to do something new every day and going on a new fad and chasing, you know, some kind of new niche when you haven't even mastered even half of what you're doing so far. Okay, so seek out variety in other areas of your life. Seek out consistency in your business. Now, like I said, you can leverage out some of this um, because I don't want to put a downer so much that you feel, well, you know, every, every business is boring. But, you know, there's payroll's got to be done. Admin's got to be done. The diary's got to be done. You know, there's just general standard stuff that has to be done. So step one, systemize it. You know, have software, accountancy, software. You know, um, email automation, software. 
You start it, you're interested in it, you get bored of it, you systemize it, you leverage it, and then you can start some new part of the business. You know, like I'll write a book, I'll get really excited about that book. As soon as I finish that book, I'm over it. I don't want to edit it, I don't want to read it another 15 times. I don't want to go and, and back and do all the research and check all of the references and do all the acknowledgements. That's not the interesting part. So then that goes to a proofer and then the proofer goes to the editor. And so the proofer and the editor do the boring bit so I can then get into my new book, which is really exciting. So you can actually keep doing new things within your business as long as you have people and systems underneath it, which keep it going. Because if you start something new, that's fine. But if you turn your back on what you were doing that was working, that either breaks um, or starts to um, decay. So you need to make sure that it keeps going long beyond you. Um, you know, like property investors, they love doing the deals. So do the deals and they have a really good letting agents, you know, and even a, a main sort of admin and manager of your business um, so that you can go and source the deals and do the exciting part. And then, you know, at the end of the day, a property isn't finished once you've bought it, it's just started. You know, you've got, you've got the lettings, you've got the management, you've got the inventory, you've got the um, constant refurbs that need to be done, you've got the, the, the difficulties with the tenants, you've got the legislation, you've got the insurance. All of that stuff has to be done. You have to get good at the boring. Okay, uh, the next thing is, if you start something new because you need your excitement, make sure you leverage what you already did. So I wrote a book called Life Leverage. That built me a good audience. I wanted to write another book. I wrote a book about money, which was kind of linked to, you know, building a great lifestyle. So Life Leverage is really about, you know, building a great lifestyle for yourself, which of course includes money. So if I'd have then, if, I, if after Life Leverage, I'd written a book on how to get an effective colonic irrigation, then all my customers who followed me before and like are used to me talking about business and money, they're like, what are you on, mate? What, you know, like, where, you've lost it. And I can't carry over all the goodwill, you know, and a lot of people, they start all these new different businesses and they're completely unrelated. So Mark and I bought a load of properties. Then we source properties for other people. And we're carrying 80% of our knowledge in buying for us into sourcing for others. And when we source for others, we taught people how to source for themselves through training. And we take 80% of what we learned in sourcing for others into teaching people how to source for themselves. Then when we ran courses, we were able to write books. And then once we'd done books and written courses, we're able to train trainers to run our courses. And then I can write books in, you know, not just property, but in business and personal development money. And each time you do the new thing, you carry forward all the experience, which means you get leverage, which means you're not starting again, 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 again. Whew. All right. Okay. I probably need to take a second. Um, if you've got any questions, ping them in. All right, so here's some skills you need as a business owner that most people don't tell you because most people are trying to whoop you up and get you all excited, get you started and sell you a load of stuff, but here's what they don't tell you. Most of the time, you've got to sit on your hands and do what, what you perceive to be is, as either nothing or unexciting or normal. You're going to have a lot of normal days and a few abnormal days are either really amazing or really terrible, but most days will be just normal probably 320 out of 365, just normal. And you've got to get good at normal, used to normal. Get yourself excited about normal. Sitting on your hands, i.e. when things don't look like they're progressing or you know, you're trying to buy five properties a year and you haven't bought any in the first three months, you've got to sit on your hands, i.e. not go and do stocks, not go and do some other business, not set up a coffee shop, you know, not set up an e-cigarettes e, um, shop and all these other random things you could do. Most of the time, you've got to manage your emotion and sit on your hands, which I find very difficult. Um, you've got to stay cool when you perceive that things aren't going well. You planted a seed yesterday. You look down going, where's my fucking tree? 
No, stay cool, your tree will come. It needs sunlight, it needs water, it needs fertilizer, it needs to be placed in a good place. And that needs to happen for 10,000 days or however many until you get your tree. So don't get all irrational and emotional and everything's unfair and the world is shit and it's my life, fuck my life, because you haven't got the uh, tree a day after you planted the seeds. Stay cool, manage your emotions. Not doing anything is often the best thing. Not messing things up. Sometimes when I go into the office and I've got nothing to do, I just walk around the office annoying all the team. You know, sort of like trying to, it's almost like I'm trying to create problems, trying to stop them doing work. And I sometimes have to look at myself and go, I'm bored here and I'm not doing them any good. I'm just distracting them from the job they're supposed to be doing. Piss off and go and do something else. Get out of the office, get in the car, go and play pool, go to the gym, anything. But stop, stop creating problems because you're bored. I'm not a very good bored. Um, so sometimes not being bored is, you know, not allowing yourself to be bored is your problem. Okay, not making rash decisions because things aren't happening quick enough. Not managing your emotions well will affect your business. Um, Warren Buffett makes around two significant investments a year. You know, that guy is the richest man in the world. And if you add in what he's put in for his philanthropy is at nearly 100 billion the richest man in the world, and he does two deals a year. He reads for six hours a day, and he does two main deals a year. So most of the time, he's actually trying to not do deals. He's trying to read stuff to count that deal out, read stuff to count that deal out, read stuff to count that deal out. So like if you're a property investor, often you're viewing not to buy, view not to buy, view not to buy. If you're prospecting, you're clienting to disqualify, to disqualify, to disqualify. Because, you know, you might have 10 prospects to one buyer. You might have 10 viewings to one offer. So see it as disqualify, disqualify. And you feel like you're getting nearer to your deal rather than seeing it as a waste of time or, you know, starting to tr messing up the process and the system that works. OK, now, um, bored often means messing things up. Bored often means impatient. Impatient often means no success. So successful people embrace the boring. You know, the sports people embrace all the sparring and all the training and all the running at five o'clock in the morning and all the technical work. You know, what boxer wants to shadow box? None. Who wants to punch shadows? They didn't. That wasn't their dream. But they have to spend hours a day skipping and punching shadows and hitting a bag to earn the right for that one fight a year. A boxer or a UFC fighter might have one or two fights a year. Any more than that, they're going to be dead by the time they're 40. And they've got to do all that stuff for that one fight a year. And, and, you know, managing your expectations around that will make you the very best. Now, here's the sort of, here's the dichotomy in this, is the paradox, is you do all of this stuff I've said well, and you become the best, and you get the sexy stuff, and you get the most exciting days because you master the mundane. Someone wrote that down as a quote and as a little hashtag, as if that should be a thing. Master the mundane. All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you found this useful. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.